Welcome to Intuitive Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Ackerman, the Intuitive RD. I'm a non-diet registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach. My mission is to help women recover from diet culture and heal their relationship to food and body. Follow along as I speak with leading professionals in the field and explore concepts of intuitive eating, health at every size, and body liberation. Hey guys, welcome to episode 40 of Intuitive Bites Podcast. For the show this week, I'm chatting with Brie Campos from Body Image with Brie on Instagram. And Brie has actually been on this podcast before, quite a long time ago at this point, but this time around, we're talking about body image. So this is something that Brie specializes in. This is something I talk about a lot with my clients and in my content on Instagram. You know, it's definitely a topic that's hard to avoid when we're talking about moving away from dieting and, you know, giving up intentional weight loss. There's a lot of fear around, you know, your body changing or, you know, even just fear around giving up this idea of like your body being a particular way um, and kind of grieving that loss. So this episode is totally for you if this sounds uh, like it's resonating with you. Uh, I also want to let you guys know that Brie and I are actually co-hosting an event um, in July. So it's July 20th in New York City. And it's a half-day event from 8.30 in the morning to 12.30 in the afternoon. And we're basically going to be talking about intuitive eating and body image. So um, all the stuff that you know I talk about here, uh, we'll, we'll be talking about in that workshop. So if you're in New York or if you're nearby or if you're willing to travel, uh, it's going to be an awesome event. There's going to be just so much awesome content and really it's going to just be awesome to connect with you guys and for you guys to connect with other people doing this work. Um, So I'm looking forward to that event. It's really just around the corner coming around in July. So if you're interested, head to my Instagram, click on the link in my bio and you'll easily find a way to register for that. Um, And also feel free to reach out to me if you have questions about that. All right, guys, let's go ahead and listen in to my conversation with Brie. All right, Brie, we are good to go. I'm super excited because you are the first um, guest on my podcast that's like coming on a second time. So I feel so honored. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I want to give you some, a couple seconds here to just introduce yourself, what you do, maybe a little bit about like what brought you to some of this work, and then we can dive into our discussion of body image. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kirsten. So for those of you who don't know me, um, I'm Brianna Campos. A lot of people know me from my Instagram page, Body Image with Brie. I am a licensed mental health counselor in the state of New Jersey. I have eating, uh, eating disorder recovery experience. And I like to say that my specialty is body image. So mm-hmm. I found this work through working at a treatment center, um, actually not even in the treatment center. It was like at the end, the dietitian, the last dietitian I um, uh, worked as my coworker taught me a little bit about health at every size and listening to um, Christy Harrison's podcast, Food Psych, and hearing about health at every size and intuitive eating. It was a complete game changer for me as a clinician, but also in my personal life with my own journey with food freedom and body image. So that's like a real quick summary. If anybody has anything else, come find me on my page. I love interacting with people. Body image with Brit. Yay! Yeah, I love all the content you post, and I love what you. You're, the other day, you posted like a powerful 
messing oh. in response to everything with that Nike mannequin. So people should oh, go. Yeah. So three, I want to just like give you the most general question ever and ask you, (laughs) what is body image? Like give us the, yeah, the answer to what, what does that really mean? And what aspects include are included in it? Oh, such a good question. I love this question. (laughs) So for me, the way I just, I describe body image is how I view myself in my body and in the world, right? So mm-hmm. how I, 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 I see myself. And I know that there's a lot of people who like to throw around like different terms, um, like um, Jess Baker, who I love, right? She yes. talks about body liberation, right? I love body liberation. So body image is just how you feel within your skin. Body liberation is that you, you, your body is not even, it's like the least important thing. Like that your body doesn't matter at all because you are so liberated from your body. But yeah. I, I think that body image is, is just the way that we see and feel ourselves. Now, a lot of times in our society, people deem body image in feeling comfortable in our body, right? Mm-hmm. That's how usually we, we deem body image. But for me, it's so much deeper because I think when we just focus on the exterior, um, it's, it's giving power to something other than like who you are, right? Your body image. Yes. Um, it's just so much deeper than that. Yeah. I love it so much. And I love the term also body liberation because I think it really like gives some power to this idea. Like the way I think about body liberation is like being liberated from like being tied down by your body yeah. in, in your yeah. life. Right. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, like your body's still, obviously, especially when we think about things like social justice and like the way we move throughout the world and the way we're impacted, like obviously that impacts your life and you can't liberate yourself from some of those things. But in terms of like the, the, you know, the choices you make and the thoughts that you're thinking and um, the way you're choosing to move throughout the world, like you can impact that. And I, lo- I just love the concept yeah. of body liberation. I think that's awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, I, 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 I mean, I just agree with everything you just said. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think I also want you to speak to a little bit. I think that um, oftentimes when we think about healing body image, it's like, I think we think of like learning to love the way our body looks. So I guess I'm curious what your thoughts are on that. Yeah. And I think that um, it makes sense, right? That that's how we would we would view it is that like okay I don't like the way my body looks and therefore then I need to change the way that my body looks Mm -hmm. but what I do when I work with clients is I always say that body image does not start with your body it starts with your mind right and so there is a belief system that is happening in your brain in the way that you feel about your body and the issue with changing the way your body looks is that what if those thoughts don't change, right? So, right, like what happens if you, okay, you know, this is the issue with your body and you're going to do all these things to change it. And that specific thing doesn't change. It's because those belief systems and those thoughts are still there. So when I work with people, working on your mind and your thought process, building awareness around your thought process is far more important to me than focusing on changing the way your body looks on the outside. Yeah, for sure. I love that. And I also think like, you know, that 
regardless of, I mean, like we can do lots and lots of work in this area and obviously make like leaps and bounds and like be in this place of, of enhanced body liberation. But um, ultimately like we still live in a culture that um, idolizes a smaller body and a, a very specific body, even within that um, in that that impacts us. That impacts yeah. the way that we've grown up in the world, the thoughts that we've always had and like these foundational things within us. And so I guess my point of saying that is just to say that like, I don't always think that like ending up like loving the way your body looks is, you know, maybe super attainable, maybe in the short term mm -hmm. or even the long term. And also yeah. it's not the thing, like it's not the main point. It's not like the main point of um doing this work with body images to like come at the end saying like, wow, like every part of my body is beautiful and whatever. Because like the way I mean yeah. I do think it's important to start questioning the way that you define beauty and the culture around you has yeah. defined beauty. Um, but there's always going to be that, uh, there's always going to be that foundation from where you came from that is rooted in like beauty and the quote unquote right body is this. And yeah, yeah so I don't know, we, there's some challenging that needs to be done, but I guess I just want to like point out the fact that like, it's not about like, like you're not failing, um, your body image work. It's like, you don't love the way your body looks today. Well, right. And I, I think, you know, so it's, you know. Um, I was just, I was just meeting with a client recently and, and they were, they were, they were picking apart their body. Like, I want to change this. I don't want to change this. I don't want to change this. And it's like, I remember, I remember being that way. I remember looking in the mirror and picking apart and being like, okay, I want to change this, this, and this, and this. And now several years later, it's like, it's so unimportant to me, you know, like, I'm like, wow. Like I put so much effort into being like, and I need to change all these little small details and, and for what you know and and yeah. and so I think that there's this this misconception that if I like all the parts of my body that then I'm going to feel comfortable in my body and then I'm going to love myself more and my challenge to people is what if we could do that work what if we could get you to love yourself more and feel more comfortable in your body without having to change what you look like on the outside your body may change right body yes. change that's something I, I know you're notorious for saying is that bodies change, right? Yeah. That's just normalcy. <laughs> and, and that, right, it, it, there's, it's not that you and I sit here and we don't have days where we don't feel insecure yeah. or yeah. days that we're like, oh, like nothing feels good on me or, mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, like, you know, so even recently I've, I've been having a lot more acne. It's not like, oh, I love having acne. <laughs> it's that it just doesn't matter. Like it doesn't change the the feelings that I like, I still love myself. I still right. Love Your self-worth. Exactly. Exactly. That I is like the game changer, right? Like if you can notice like, okay, like I don't love this about my appearance right now, but also I, like I'm awesome and I'm worthy and I'm great. And like, I'm going to do the same things today that I was going to do anyway. Like, you know, that's right. the danger. Yeah. I think, that's, I think that that's what diet culture sells us though, right? Diet culture sells us that like, if you are, are, are quote unquote taking care of yourself, then you're going to love all the parts of yourself. <laughs> and I just think it's, it's not realistic. So maybe, right. Even if, you know, I'll give you maybe, okay. For a little bit, maybe if for like a little while you're like, yeah, like I'm feeling great. It's just not long-term sustainable. And that's the problem, right? Is that we want a long standing change, not just a temporary short-term change that you feel good in your body for a little bit. Like I want you to feel good in your body, but in your person yeah. forever. Right. Yeah. Cause you know what? Like even let's say best case dieting scenario, like you, like you said, there's a period of time when like things are going well and you do like the way you look. Um, 
like we just said, bodies change regardless. Like I'm like, you cannot change the fact that your body is going to change with time, with different events, um, you know, things like that. So, um, yeah, we need to do deeper work than just liking what our body looks like because it's closer yeah. to this ideal that's been sold to us. I also think it's interesting because you were talking about like, you know, how you, um, had this experience where you used to like pick apart every, you know, different parts of your body and, and you had a client yeah. that did that. And I think it's fascinating to think about it from the lens of like, first of all, the parts that you're picking apart and the way that you want those parts to look are directly impacted or directly like traced back to the thin ideal and the image yeah. is sold over and over and over and over again. Yeah. So I think it's fascinating to just point that out. Like you're trying to change those parts to look like the image that you've seen over and over again. Mm -hmm. um, and who is profiting off of you wanting to look like that and change all these parts of yourself? Because there is a product for every single quote unquote flaw you think that you have. Um, so I just think it's interesting to put it in that perspective because this is deeply rooted in, you know, this diet industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. I always, you know, and that particular client was younger. So, it, you know, I, I, I didn't necessarily speak to this, but you know, for more of my adult clients, it's like, okay, well, who profits off of that? So, yeah. so, uh, you know, for, even for me, one of the things that used to make me really feel insecure were my stretch marks, right? Mm -hmm. Um, cause I'm, I'm in a larger body. And so I, I have, I have stretch marks yeah. and I would do all of the things I could to try to remove them and to no avail, right? So I'm spending all of this money <laughs> on trying to do things to get them to go away and then they're not going away. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's funny now that I can look back on it and be like, wow, I spent so much time and energy trying to change this thing when it's like, why didn't I just dive into what I was like, what did I think that stretch marks meant? Like if yeah. somebody were to see my stretch marks, why, why did I need to change them? And if they didn't go away, what would, what was I afraid of people thinking? And the more that you go down that, that thought process and those, those cognitive beliefs of like, you know, did I think that I was going to be less beautiful because I have stretch marks, right? Like I see people whom I love who have stretch marks and I'm like, I don't care about them. It's just yeah. me. And that's another tool that I'll give to people is if you have a different standard for yourself than you do for the people in your life, that's something to look at as well. Yeah. Because if you're setting an unrealistic standard for yourself. Right. Because, and you know, I think when we go down that, that rabbit hole, we end up in a place where, again, we end up where, well, if I have stretch marks and, and I'm not, and that means I'm not beautiful because that is my belief. And if I'm not beautiful, then I'm not worthy and I'm not lovable. Like, right. Like that's kind of where I think it ends up for a lot of people, at least in my head. So, um, I think we need, I love that though, tracing it back and really figuring out like what the root is. Um, you know, well, and I, I just want to jump in really quickly yes, too, is that I think that it's not like that is, that is definitely, oh, I think a, a, what a lot of people struggle with, but now what I feel like we're facing with now is, well, it's just that I want to, I want to be smaller because I want to be healthier. And you talk about this all of the time of like, okay, like nobody's telling you, you can't be healthy. Yeah. Let's talk about what health really means because like that article we were talking about from earlier, if being in a smaller body is the only thing that means you're healthy, then yeah, you're never going to be healthy. But for me, and for, you know, actuality, yeah. there's so much more than what your body size is. Yes. And I think there's something to be said for like, you know, you talked about earlier, like your body may change, your body size may change, things might change, whatever. Um, but 
that doesn't determine whether or not you can pursue health and improve your health in certain ways. Obviously, like we don't have health fully within our like control. Obviously, like there's yeah. lots of factors that that um you know go into that. But um, regardless of whether your body size changes with certain changes or with taking care of yourself better. Um, maybe it will, maybe it won't. Regardless, like you can serve your health in particular ways. And that's kind of, and that's going to be a much healthier way of approaching it because you're not actively trying to change your body. It, again, it may change or it may not, but either way you're good because your like motivation is just to be healthier and to like engage in healthier behaviors that serve you. And I would really challenge anybody who's listening who has ever said, I'm just losing weight because I want to be healthy. Mm. That could you be healthy even if you didn't, like, would, would you still want health if it meant your body size didn't change? Because I think a lot of people would probably say no. A lot of, like, I know that when I realized for me that I was at the epitome of my own health, like, there's nothing more I can do and that my body wasn't going to change. I was, I had to grieve that. I was so sad because one, I was grieving the fact that my entire life I have been made to feel like I'm not doing enough and that I could be doing more and that, you know, I just, I went along with it because I didn't know any better. So I was grieving that, but then I was also grieving the fact that, yeah, my body may never look the way that I want it to. And, and that's okay. Like it's, it's okay to grieve that, but to hide body image and health, it, you're just like, it's, you're never going to get what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. You're, you might find it for like moments at a time, but then you're always going to end up back in that place of, right. So if, if you're on a super restrictive diet and, and again, I, I've done all of this <laughs> and it's like, oh yeah, like I don't even crave these things anymore and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden something's going to happen and you're going to go right back to unhealthy habits. And it's like, you know, I had this moment of like, I just, I want to be normal around food. I don't want to feel like I can't eat something. Like I want to listen to my body and be able to do that. I want to be able to go into a store and pick out clothes that make me feel good and not have to work to get into a certain like style of clothing. And once I stopped waiting for my body to change and I just started doing those things, the way that I felt about myself started to change. Yeah, that is amazing. Oh my gosh. And that's why I do what I do is because I want everybody to feel. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, this discussion about, you know, wanting to be in a smaller body. um, Another question I wanted to ask you, because I would say the number one thing that clients say is, you know, I'm afraid of weight gain, which is not surprising at all, right? Like this is not like some like, oh my gosh, that's incredible. Like that's what it is. Because the reason that we've been dieting or trying to do whatever for many people is because, um, you know, we have been trying to avoid weight gain or we've been trying to change our body. So of course the fear of moving away from dieting and controlling our food intake is wrapped up in our fear of our body changing and weight gain. So I guess I'm just curious. I mean, obviously you've been speaking to a lot of this already, but like, can you speak to that person who is in that place? Um, and where, where do you think like a place to start is? Yeah. Uh, so first and foremost, I just, I want to make space for that person that like, this is totally normal. Like this is a totally normal part of healing your body image, being afraid of your body changing. I, nobody faults you for that. Mm-hmm. That's first and foremost. But at the same time, while we can hold that, 
the the other reason, like right, so if it, we have a hold this in one hand, if you were to look at your other hand, it's what is your belief about weight gain, right? So if your body gets bigger, what is it that you believe that that means? So now for me, I'll give you some real personal examples. Yeah. I believe that if my body didn't change, that no one, like, like no man was going to find me attractive. Uh -huh. There was this cognitive belief that I was not going to get a boyfriend or I was, not, I was never going to get married because nobody would want to be with somebody in a larger body, mm -hmm. which now as I look back, I'm like, that's crazy because I see people in different <laughs> size bodies get married all of the time yes. and have relationships. But that was, it was like, I'm not going to be able to put myself out there and go on dates and find people who find me attractive because of my body size. Now that was a belief that if I think of when that started, probably was like, eight years old right like that was the first thing that like people right like oh you're fat no one's ever gonna like you and uh, I'm like wow like like if an eight-year-old told me like this is the belief that you should have I'd be like oh honey like <laughs> no you know but but for whatever reason that belief it snuck its way through and yeah. when I started grieving my body it was like I had to come face to face with these things that I believed and that I was afraid of you know and there's some fears that are valid so one of the things I was afraid of is that I'm going to go to the doctors and they're still going to do the same garbage that they've done to me my entire life. And that is still something I have to face with. The yeah. difference is now is I know it's not right and I know how to prepare for it. So for oh. me, I'll, I'll have my dietitian call and advocate yeah. for me. I do better at advocating for me. I'll tell my clients, I'll call your doctor. I have no problem doing that. Yes. Right? that you don't just have to take it. So it's not saying that you're, that life would not be easier if you were in a smaller body. It's that it's wrong that life would be easier if you were in a smaller body, because as basic, a basic premise to humanity should be respect, unbiased care, unconditional love, not, well, we'll love you if you're healthy. No, that's garbage. Could you imagine saying that to anyone you love? Like, I'll only love you if you're taking care of yourself. No, you love them regardless. And that's not to say too that somebody, I'm going on a rant now, that somebody who's not necessarily taking care of themselves, that you can't be concerned for their health. But again, when we hide body image in health, right? So, you know, that was something that happened to me my entire life is that people like family members would sit down and be like, I'm just really worried for your health. And it's like, you don't know anything about me, but my body size. So yeah. how can you tell me you're concerned for my health? Like we have to figure out what health means. Mm -hmm. What does health mean for you? If health means a smaller body, then yeah, like then that's that's where we have to start. If for me, that's that's not what health because I know a lot of thin people who are not healthy. Yes. <laughs> right? So Yeah, stigma goes both ways. It's not just yes. people, you know? Yeah. It's but people in a thin body or a smaller body don't get judged a lot. So like even even I'll remember like I remember people uh, when I was growing up, it was like, I remember guys would be like, Oh, I hate when girls get salads at dinner. Like I like a girl. Who oh. And I'm like, but if they're in a small body, because then if I like to eat, it's like, of course she does because yes. she's fat. Right? right. And so, right. So there is that, right. That stigmatization and double standard. And I don't even, I don't even remember where we we're going. Like, I know, I but know. these are all like super interesting things and things I thought about too. Cause it's like, 
Um, it's an, another thing that I think about with like things that guys say is like, oh, like I, you know, love a girl that has like a lot of confidence, but it's like, we're in a cult like, or about their body or like, they don't care. Yeah. Not, they don't have body image issues. They just are confident and whatever. It's like, okay, well we live in a culture that's literally tearing us apart for the second we pop out. So like, that's kind of a shitty thing to say. Uh <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what, as we're talking about this, I used to think too, I used to have this misconception that smaller people didn't have body image issues like i mm. was under the belief that it was a it was a solely larger bodied issue thing that only people in larger bodies had have body image issues and then when people who i knew who would who were smaller would tell me they have issues i was like oh you're just you're just seeking attention or like you're ridiculous like if i looked like you i wouldn't have any problems and now it's like i don't know any women who don't have <laughs> some sort of you yes. know body insecurity and that people who are in larger bodies and people who are in smaller bodies you know that it is everyone that experiences it yeah so it's an important realization yeah right right so we live in this culture too where and I, I think I said this the other day too to someone that it's like I used to I used to look at the world and I would I would do a lot of comparison and I think that's another issue with body image as well oh, yeah. is I see people and I'd be like oh I need to, I, that's what my body needs to look like. Or at least that's not what my body looks like, right? Yeah. Like there was, it was both positive and negative. And now it's like, now I look around and I'm like, wow, like there's just so much diversity of bodies. Like, I just think it's so beautiful. And before it was a judgment of like, all of these people are, are failing. And I think Christy Harrison has, has shared this before that it's like, like 60, 67% of women or something like that are, um, oh gosh, I'm going to say it wrong. Um, are like in a size 16 or higher or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Right. Like that, that's, that's more than half. Yeah. <laughs> Two thirds. <laughs> I know. It's but crazy to think about. Yeah. I don't know the exact quote, but I'll have to, I'll have to get you the exact statistic. Yeah. But that's crazy then that the norm then is that like, like even, you know, even seeing people like seeing mannequins, like that's not for the representation of the rest of the world. Yeah. That's a representation of a third of the world. Yes. And it, I mean, we could go on a tangent about this too, but like the, in the fact that clothing like is like, you can't get above a size 16 in most stores and yet two thirds of people are above that. So what are we doing? Like, it's just like, yeah, it's really problematic. Um, all right, Brie, I want to wrap up a little bit. So can Please. you share? Because yeah, we could ramble forever. I love it, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut us off. Can you share any resources that um, you find helpful or have found helpful for body image, um, and also share where people can find you and the resources that you have? Oh my goodness. Well, so and this is this is something that I I my heart. It's just so impassioned by is because I don't feel like there are a lot of great, like, like there's not a lot of books that I really think I'm like, oh yeah, like this one is so helpful in terms of body image. I've heard body respect is very good. I yeah. have not read it. Um, I think that um, if you're especially somebody who's like, um, what's the word? Uh, body kindness, there, there, yeah. um, like self-help. Like if you're somebody who's like, I, you know, I, you know, I want to change these things and I need that motivation. I would say that book is probably geared towards you. I would say somebody with maybe like 
eating disorder or disorder eating, I would just caution um, that there might be things that might be triggering in that for you, but yeah. still a wonderful book. And, and, and um, Rebecca Scritchfield, obviously, you know, yeah. is a Hazel Lyons, uh, you know, dietitian and, um, uh, and, and intuitive eating and, and yeah. all those things. Um, I would say, you know, me, I'm a great resource for my yes. Um, I think that too, it's like, oftentimes we, you know, I know that the people are drawn to me in this community because I'm speaking from a larger body, but I know of a lot of fantastic people on Instagram who speak to body image. I've been doing some body image groups. You and I have an event, um, coming up to yes. work on intuitive and body image. So they're there. Definitely find me. I, I do have a website. I can, I can share the link. It's, it's uh, lifepointscounseling.com. And um, I can also, I also do body image coaching. And people will say to me all the time, like, well, well, how do you work on, on body image, like, with a coach? And it's like, just like you would work on with anything. It's just geared towards body image. So um, I do a free discovery call. So if it's something you're interested in, you know, I'm taking some people on for the summer, and I'd, I'd love to work with you. And should they reach out via your website or Instagram? Either I'll respond to both. So my, okay. my, my website, I will send you to my email um, and, and then, or my, my Instagram page. And I don't know if you have any resources that you want to drop here too, in terms of, of body image. I'd love to hear what you well, have. I'll second you for sure. And I'll second uh, our event, which is in New York city, uh, body image intuitive eating. I'll give more details to that as well. And then um, the body is not an apology. Have you read that book? I have not read that, but I want to. I'm in that book right now, and I already, I'm actually most of the way through it, and I definitely recommend that. It's by Sonia Renee Taylor. Yeah, um, she's amazing. So say that, yeah. Um, well, I want to thank you again so much, Bree. This has been awesome. I love having you on. Um, thanks for being my my first um, second timer on the, the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I love you. I could, I could talk to you all day. I know. Oh, thank you. All right, guys, that's a wrap on this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed the conversation about body image that Brie and I had. And just a reminder that Brie and I are getting together to co-host an event in New York on July 20th. So it's all intuitive eating and body image. Um, we're going to do exercises. We're going to have discussion. We're going to have lots and lots of content, just like introducing these topics, um, on a deeper level. So if you're interested in that, head to my Instagram, click on the link in my bio and register for the event. Um, also another side note, if you've been listening to this podcast and it's been helpful for you, please take a moment to, you know, head to iTunes, do the whole rating review thing. It takes probably just a couple seconds or a couple minutes if you're trying to type out a comment. Um, but it really makes a big difference in terms of, you know, who this podcast is, is being seen by and who's getting this content. So, uh, I would greatly appreciate you guys taking that moment to do that. All right. I'm going to let you guys go for now, but I will talk to you soon. Bye.